Glasses clink in a well-lit tavern. As noble-born scholars cheer after a long day of tutelage. Here, in the patron's pocket, students of magistrates all along Barrister's Alley carouse after their studies. Cheery revelry can be heard from down the street as a sly lurk runs his fingers along purses and pockets, filling his own with coin. And across the street, and down the lane, Lady Drake slips out of the bright lamplight and into the shadows beyond. Welcome to the Fool's Chronicle. I... I'm Sean Timboken Flowers. I am your dungeon master. I am Olivia Manning, and I play Ivanka Dove. I am Dylan Manning. I play Mariah Cardera. I am Ren French. I play Orlin Wright. Storm. Yeah. It is the end of a long day for you, and you find yourself walking down the streets of Char Hollow. It is the hour of song, and Charhalo is in full swing. Around you, you see workers from factories and dockers settling in, and after returning home from their jobs, stoves run hot as street vendors chalk cheap food for workers with meager coin. Kids play games that you probably used to play down the streets, and you, Storm, are walking home. What does your home look like? So, Storm lives in Charhalo. Which is not the best neighborhood. <laughs> no. Um, not that there's really a good option in Duskwall. So it's very crowded, so they never would get much space there. So they have comparatively a very reasonably sized apartment. But like, if anyone from a place like Charter Hall or any place with actual buildings saw it, they would it would be like the size mm. of a living room. It's, you know... It's an apartment, so it's part of this tall building. They're near one of the lower floors, which is good, because I imagine that uh, Char Hollow has the type of problem where they kind of just keep building up, um, so the top floors tend to get a little rickety, <laughs> and maybe not the most up to code. Now that there's like a really good code in True. Dust Bowl. That's a good point. But inside the apartment, it's a reasonably sized apartment, so they've got like a little kitchen area... A small den, and then off to the side, like, a small hallway with two bedrooms. College students be like, this room the size of someone's living room is actually great. It's This is um, spacious. Have you, have you considered that Charter Hall is full of rich people, so I imagine their living rooms are kind of fucking massive? They don't have living rooms. They have, like, foyers. foyers. <laughs> it's a really oh. yeah. Same hat, dude. That's the point that defines rich. All right, sorry. Let me, let me re say that entire thing. Anyway, so the, her apartment is about the size of, like, uh, someone from Charter Hall's foyer. <laughs> and what is your family like? Um, so my parents both lived and met in Severos. So they're both kind of, like, tough as nails, like, don't really take shit from people. Um, I wonder where Storm got it from. <laughs> they moved away from Severos because it was, like, a dangerous place. <laughs> And mm. there wasn't a lot of, like, stable employment or stable living. Correct me if I'm getting any of this wrong, but this is what I'm pretty sure Severus is like. Yeah, it depends on where you are, I think. But, um, like... So they moved to Duskfold to be like, all right, gotta, if we're gonna have a child, gotta have a life that can sustain a child. Right. Ultimately, those instincts and lifestyle never fully left them. So they, like, they're just very 
Rough and Tumble and like they're getting older so they don't go out and pick fights. If mm-hmm. someone were to step into their home and try and do anything against their code, they'd be like, all right, are you here to fucking go? I think it's also like a very Char Hollow way of living is like the citizenry in Char Hollow is really tough. Um, like dockers, factory workers. Do they work? Yes. They both have jobs, but once again, I cannot stress enough, they're not criminals. <laughs> um, huh. This is Storm's individual career path. <laughs> uh, I think that... His dad is probably, like, a bartender or something for some tavern or bar down the way. Okay. And her mom, I'm not actually sure what her mom does, I'm trying to think of, like, a job. Factory um, worker is a really making good one. Items. Sure, okay. Her mom is, like, a factory worker. And I think okay. occasionally, if need be, they've picked up odd jobs, but... Do you have any siblings? No. Okay. So, you walk into your home. And as you do, you hear the sounds of bickering, but not in like a aggressive way. It's it's bickering in a way that's like jovial. They kind of always take the shit out of each other. So you hear like, if you just let me cook, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I just got it. No, dude, you don't you don't understand. It's you have to and the. No, no, no! I, hey, I got it! I got it! I can, hey, hey, hey! I've been this for years. How, how long? Years, years. Hey, I, I used to do this back home, huh? Pa, what do you think you know better than Ma? Ma says your Ma, my wife, says I don't know how to make black buns. I, it's black rice, and like it just, hey, Mirai, come in here. Look at this. I look. You see a very normal scene in your home. Your kitchen is a mess. Whenever your pa's cooking, it's a mess. <laughs> so there's things everywhere, like pots just left out. Things that you like shouldn't even be used are like covered in like sticky rice. And you know he's currently steaming some rice in a pot. Gonna have to back Ma on this one. Don't have to tell you, Pop. I can't catch a break in this home. I just, why, where did you even, I didn't know we owned some of this stuff. Hey, hey, um, look, we don't have a lot, all right? I'm doing what I can with what we have. Why do you have a cheese grater out? It's for the, look, it was, that was my bad, honestly. I shouldn't have, you look at his, um, face as he turns around towards you, and he has, like, a black eye. Pop, what happened to you? Oh, this, and he, he touches it and kind of winces. And he goes, uh, look, rough spot at Kellen's today. I, you know, I work the bar. They don't like the same management. And I, you know, had to dust these off. And he kind of cracks his knuckles. Jesus, did you win? Hey, don't ask me dumb questions. And, um, you see, uh, your mom kind of come over and dab at his eye with a cloth. And, um, she goes, you know, your pa always wins. All right. And, and, you know, he uh, he winces, but smiles. Well, you know, if you're serving shit um, like this at the bar again, I can understand why it happened, though. I don't even... I... Go to your room. No. <laughs> you're an adult. I can't do that to you anymore. And and your mom turns to you and goes, uh, Storm, honey, can you um take the trash out really quick? I need to clean up this mess. Yeah, for sure. I do so. As you um take the trash out and take it out, I imagine there's, like, trash cans in an alleyway. Like, back behind your house. Yeah, that makes sense. 
you take it out, um, as you go down into this back alleyway, you are suddenly socked in the back of your head. You stumble to your knees as you reel from the hit, and as you look up, you see two cutters bearing down on you. Um, I mean, I'm gonna fight back. Uh huh. I think that in this case, if I was like at home, I wouldn't have like my big weapons because mm-hmm. uh, they're either probably in my room or like at sixth hours. So, but I probably do have like my brass knuckles. Okay, nice. So I'm gonna use my brass knuckles and I'm just gonna start fucking swinging. As you stand up with your brass knuckles, you see behind these two cutters. Grace, your rival. Fuck. She is staring at you with this mug grin, and she just raises her hand, and you see the two cutters just take a step back from you. And she goes, Heard your little gang has been doing scores. Heard you had a nice little score out in Charter Hall of all places. And why do you care? She laughs, like a little, little chortle. And she just strides towards you and grabs you by the scruff of your neck. Grace is much smaller (laughs) than you. And looking at her right now, you could absolutely deck her. I would- I'm gonna put this- I'm gonna make this very clear to all of you and all of our listeners. There is nothing that Mariah would love more right now than to absolutely- just fucking just kill her, destroy frankly. destroy this woman. But they do know that they have to, like, not pick fights they can't win. And while they may be able to absolutely destroy this woman, it would only do bad things for them. <laughs> yeah. And she just grabs you by the scruff of your neck. And she goes, Look, Mirai. I just want you to know that you and your little gang... Better stay out of my way. And she pushes back against you. And I don't even think you stumble. Just such a <laughs> weak, like, eh. pushback. And she steps away from you. And the cutters follow suit. Fucking asshole. I finish throwing out the trash. I As they're walking away, I flip them off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they don't even look back no, at I you. No, I know. It, this is purely for me. And then I, like, do I have, like, a lasting, like, am I bleeding or did any any lasting impression that I just got hit by those cutters? I don't think so. Okay, great. I kind of, like, scruff my hair to just make sure nothing <laughs> happened. Uh, then I go back upstairs. All right. A few days later, you all are in your lair, Dove's home, and... You are discussing the dossier on the magistrate that Lady Drake wants dead. As a reminder, this score is via, I believe, accident or disappearance. Yes. And is within Charter Hall. So kind of our kind of our, our vibe. Yeah. So so what do we what do we gain information wise from this dossier that we're looking at? You open up this DOS and it includes a few things. It includes a charcoal sketch of the person you're going to um accident it also includes their name uh magistrate arlen welker and just some basic information um you see it notes that they are generally withdrawn from social circles seem very paranoid and 
was seen dealing with a low-tier gang. It doesn't say what gang? No. When Lady Drake talked to you about this, you seem to think that she might have known more than she let on. Interesting and unhelpful. Interesting and unhelpful. Yeah. It seems like this is kind of a test for you as a gang. So, we have a high-ranking weirdo with some strange and potentially harmful connections. It seems too easy. Well, if none of you have plans, I have someone I need to go talk to. By all means. Go for it. Thank you. Storm, mm-hmm. you left your bat in my kitchen last night? Why did this... This is my house. You haven't bought me a bat cabinet yet. I'm sorry, you need a cabinet for your, for your one fucking bat? Oh, you didn't find the axe. Okay. I'm leaving. And I begin my trek to Debonair's. <laughs> Let's see. Debonair probably lives in the crow's foot. Yeah. That makes sense to me. You end up in a small little home, uh, basically a hovel in the middle of Tangletown. Oh, my little meow meow. <laughs> yeah, this is your information gathering phase, by the way, which you've kind of spearheaded here, where you're going to be looking for information on the score. So I imagine you're going to do an information roll here yes. of some kind. And because we are in our ideal location, we get some sort of bonus to this? I think... Because you're not doing your ideal operation, you don't. We have to be doing we have both to, be doing to get both? whatever the bonus is. That's so unfair. Yes. Especially because yeah. you didn't let us do it last time when we were doing both. I'm sorry, I foregore. Fine. Unprofessional. But it doesn't make sense for you guys to just, like, yeah, murder this guy. Yeah, we are not, not going to murder this yeah. Uh. Anyway, so I knock on the door of Devonair's place. Yeah. So you are talking to Debonair. You knock on his door, I imagine. Yeah, very politely. And he opens the door. I don't know if we described him much yet. He's a big guy. Kind of takes up the whole doorway because it's a small doorway. But he's a big guy. And um, he goes, Dove, I didn't expect to see you. Can I ask you a favor? Do you want to come inside first? Absolutely. He uh, invites you in. I feel like Devonair lives in a really shitty home. home. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like one room, like the studio apartment of Hovels. Yeah. The bachelor pad of Hovels. Yeah. He like sits on the bed and then like offers you like a chair at a desk. But the desk is made of, like, rotten wood that's been, like, battered together and, like, it's a metal chair made out of scrap. I sit down on it, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Sorry, I'd, I'd offer you- I've, do you want to sit on a pillow? I'm fine. Really. I think that I took the dossier when I left my home because it's my home and I do what I want. Um, <laughs> and I gesture it towards him. This man has- been doing some sort of dealings with a lower-ranking gang. He's sort of a strange man, keeps to himself. I would like you to find out whatever you can about this man and his dealings. He kind of takes a good look at the picture and notes the name and goes, when do you need the information by? Did Drake give us a deadline? I don't think so. 
Okay. Uh, then I kind of take a second, then I smile, and I say, Take your time. Alright. Um, then I'll see you in a few days over a glass of wine. Sounds wonderful. You know the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. He looks over to the side, chuckling, and kind of like pondering something. And he looks back at you, and he goes, You, uh, you had something to do with that score in Charter Hall last week, right? I don't know what you're talking. I want this, Devonair, and I'm going to do what I need to do to get it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds like you. I should go. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for everything, I guess. Do you get up to leave, and right as you get to the door, you hear him say, Dove, hmm? and you turn back, and you see him sitting on the corner of his bed, and it probably is like the smallest you've ever seen him. And he looks at you, and he goes, just be careful out there. I always am. Let's do a fortune roll to see how much information Debonair gathers. Awesome. I'm going to give it one die for just him. I think that, like, he's definitely, like, tuned in to criminal activities and to the crow's foot being, like, a very central place for criminal activity. I'm going to give it another die as well. <sighs> yeah, it's not great. Oh. Do we get to know what that number is? Uh, yeah, uh, it's not great. A few days later, you meet up with Debonair. My house or his? A discreet <laughs> location in the silver market. Right. And he tells you that Magistrate Welker has been seen dealing with the crows in the crow's foot. And that's kind of all you get. Secretive man, huh? Yeah. I've seen him go into the basement of this building... I've never been able to get in myself. It's kind of deep in crow's turf, and I'm not welcome in a lot of criminal circles these days. Kind of baz and all that. Yeah. Well, thank you for trying. I'll let you know how it goes. Uh, what is everyone else doing for information gathering? I specifically, I specifically asked him about the deal with the crows, right? I didn't ask him to find out, like, where he lives or where he works, right? No. Not really. Though I think you could probably find this guy's home. Okay. I, I could dox this guy if I wanted to. Yeah. I, w I would like to find that information then if it's easy enough for me, Ivanka Dove, real human woman, to get. Yeah, I think that I think that this guy falls within your hunting grounds. You find this guy's home. I mean, from the outside, you can't really get much out of it, but it's a home. He lives um, on the same street as Lady Drake. Not like city block, but like the same street. Um, this kind of row of magistrate houses that, um, are often frequented by, uh, scholars in school to learn how to be magistrates or, you know, barristers, law official sure. people that do law things. Um, I think Orlin is going to try and, like, as subtly as possible, look like a beggar and tail him to try and figure out, like, what his day-to-day -day generally looks like. For Arlen? Yes. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's see. What, uh, I think you're going to have to roll an action roll for this. What, what skill okay. are you thinking of using here? Uh, well, 
I was thinking of uh, Prowl, probably. Prowl does make the most sense. Can I give Orlin? I have a fine disguise kit. Ooh. Can I, like, give that to him can for you, this moment? Can you grease me up? Yeah. I could I could grease you up. I'm usually more proficient in making people look better than they normally would, but I imagine it's the same concept. Are you sure that he doesn't have to look better to be a beggar? <laughs> no, I... I chose beggar because there's not a big difference between a here and there. Still, it would be nice if you didn't, you know, look like you. Yeah, that would be the goal. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you use this disguise kit. I think that'll that'll make things easier for Orlin in ways that I'll describe, depending on how Orlin rolls. Grime me up, boss. Yeah, I grime him up a little bit. Uh, but Prowl makes sense. Um, I will say this is risky. And I'll set your effect at standard. All right. And... Well, I rolled really great last time. That's a double two. Double twos. That's two yeah. twos, baby. <laughs> is that's double no something? Good. Is that Yahtzee? That's no, that's no good that's as far as that goes. <laughs> kind of a Yahtzee. Yeah. Maybe a whoopsie. Um... Yeah, on a risky roll, on a one to three, things go badly. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You end up in a desperate position. You lose this opportunity. Mm. Um, here's what happens. You do this, like, outfit, and you wait outside this guy's home, and you realize after maybe two, three days, this guy just does not leave his home a lot ever. You wait three days nothing hmm. the fourth day you're just waiting out there i imagine every day you're like dove can you do the makeup again and dove is like okay i say doing impressions of your characters um <laughs> on that fourth day you see arlen leave the house and he has three rough looking people accompanying him you see him kind of, like, go down the street, turn a corner, and as you're tailing this guy, you turn that corner, and one of the roughs just, like, grabs you by the scruff of your neck and goes, Sorry, but Magistrate Welker doesn't take well to followers and kind of pushes you away. No, okay. Could he be willing to spare something for a poor beggar? Uh, you see another one of the, um, toughs. They're not cutters, necessarily, because they're... I mean, I guess they could be cutters, but they're definitely, like, bodyguards. Tax-paying cutters. <laughs> Tax-paying cutters. Turns around and, like, kind of rolls up her sleeves. A uh, simple no would suffice. Uh, I'll leave you all to your business. A good day. And he hobbles off. Hey, I'm DJ GM Sean Tumboconflowers, and you're listening to The Fool's Chronicle FM. Let's take a break from the show and get you some messages. Quick reminder that The Fool's Chronicle is on Patreon, $10 tier. It's where you can get talkbacks, where you can hear all the technical and creative aspects of our show. Trust me, it's fun. If you can't get enough of The Fool's Chronicle... We're on Twitter and Instagram at 
Fool's Chronicle, where you can see all sorts of cool art updates and whatever funny stuff we come up with. Thank you so much for listening to From Ashes Episode 4. Our next episode releases in just two weeks on March 29th, so I'll see you then. So, how was day four of pretending to be poorer than you are? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is he finally left his house. The bad news is he travels with an entourage. And they are scary. And made of a lot of meat. There is a lot of... They are very beefy. Hmm. Yeah. I will give you this as well. These guards are higher tier than you. You can tell. You can't really tell how much higher tier, but higher tier than you. And I think I think tier is also a thing in the world as well. I think people will just talk in tier. Yeah. But to clarify what that means for you all is that you have limited effect against people, things, gangs in general that are higher tier than you just because... They're better than you. Don't have to rub it in. Um, you can even the scales on that. Things like f- fine materials help. That upgrades your functional tier for whatever role you're using it for. Up by one. Yeah, no, they would They would whoop our asses. They're, they're at least a tier up. I don't know how strong, but it would go poorly if we got caught with our pants down. Mm. Honestly, the best option might be to go into the house. Yes, that is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the crows might be a bit too much of a liability in terms of whatever he's doing there. Unless we can find some way to just blackmail whatever he has going on. But I don't have any connections to the crows, and I don't know if either of you have any connections with the crows. I would rather we don't fuck with the crows currently. You know what? I am perfectly fine not fucking with the crows. So, let me really quickly look up what tier the Kermos are and figure Two. out exactly. Um, okay. Which I honestly thought they would be higher, considering they are the name of a place. Yeah. I do want to see what Storm is going to mm, do That's for... what I'm trying to figure out, ain't it? Um, so... Storm, mm-hmm. I have a request. And you can deny this request if you would like. Good start. There seems to be a bit of flurry around the idea of young magistrates to be, you know? So, here is my thought. Maybe I can dress you up to look at least somewhat law-abiding, and you can maybe find out if there's a way that this young magistrate upstart can maybe find her way into this magistrate's office? I I can try that. Wonderful. This fine disguise <laughs> kit is getting its use today. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, so when I come to you and ask for a disguise, you I get all grimy and disguise. all nasty and of course when Storm. <laughs> you know what? Egg on my face, I guess. <laughs> um... So, Storm, what are you doing? Um, so it seems like the plan is currently to dress me up like a magistrate scholar kind of deal. Like a real, like a real child? I still <laughs> these magistrate scholars are, like, college-aged, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is Storm's age. 
Which is why um, I have asked you to do it, because I am a middle-aged woman and Orlin is dust. <laughs> yeah, the only problem with this is that I have to talk to people and I have approximately one dot in any kind of, uh, any Talking. kind of talk skill. Well, here's the, here's the good news for you, Dylan, is that I have fine clothes and jewelry and a fine disguise kit. So if I can hand both of those off to you at this moment, you have a little bit of leverage. So what I'm thinking is Storm gets dressed up as this little magistrate person. Uh, if mm. anyone asks your name, say something stupid, but like in a rich person way and not in a dumb Joffrey? fuck way. <laughs> okay, let's try uh, again. Reginald. <laughs> Okay, sure. Arm stammer. <laughs> you want to try maybe one more time? Maybe Ooh. third time's a charm for this one? Reginald. <laughs> uh -huh. Glass horse. <laughs> okay, sure. Of, I'm done. Of I'm the, done of the glass I horse family. I want of you, Reginald Glass horse. <laughs> behind the curtains is that my least favorite part of character creation is naming them. <laughs> so do you have to come up with a new name on the spot must be It's the main reason I'm afraid personal to ask Sean for more friends. <laughs> what if he asks me to name them? Because <laughs> you'll have to make them. <laughs> it's fucked up too because I have a book to the left of me that has a bunch of names in it. And yet I make you name them. <laughs> You know what, son of a bitch, she's right here. Yeah, Arm Stammer is my middle name, it was my mother's maiden name. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Of the, of the Arm Stammer family. You mean the Glass Horse family? No, my mother was on the Arm Stammer family. My father is of the Glass Horse family. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. This is good, this is good. This is good. If anyone asks you, this is exactly what you say. Maybe not exactly what you say, but <laughs> in the ballpark. Um, anyway. Also, hand me all of your weapons right now. Can I keep the brass knuckles? No. Fuck. Do we have a bat cabinet yet? I, while you are out, I will delegate a cabinet to be the weapon cabinet. I hand over my weapons. Thank you, Reginald. <clears throat> but of course. Oh, God. <laughs> so, <laughs> boo. So, Reginald... <laughs> Arm stammer, glass horse. You, you. You sure are, Reginald. Arm stammer, sure glass are. horse. Hey, if none of you guys are willing to extend a hand in naming anyone, this is where we end up. Okay, so Reginald, you're you are you are in front of Reginald, who I'm sure will be a long-standing and Absolutely. fun character we're going to revisit later. Um. Sorm, you are in front of the home of Magistrate Welker. Um, I... Well, I mean, what would I know about, like, I feel like this is kind of, if not common knowledge, something I, someone who kills, who wants to kill people in Charter Hall, uh, would be knowledgeable about. How does that process happen? This feels like something you actually would not know a lot about as far as like academics within charter that's Hall. true this is more academics than politics yeah what you might have surmised from 
talking to Lady Drake about this, maybe, is that um, oftentimes a patron of a noble family will pay a magistrate to give tutelage to their child, like an apprenticeship, sort of. And uh, the reason why um, Magistrate Welker needs to go is because um, he's been courting Mm -hmm. one of Lady Drake's patrons. So, here is sort of what I'm thinking, Storm. Reginald, sorry. Reginald. Sorry, I have to keep you in character, or else you'll, I don't know, kill somebody. Here's my thought. You arrive to this man's home office, and sort of make as if you are kind of a big man on campus, right? You... Of course, everyone has heard of the Armstead glass horse family line. And you would simply like to request... Wait, wait, no, hold on. That implies... I'm sorry. That implies that that is a tied-together family and everyone's has been for Everyone's heard of this man specifically. <laughs> I am my family line. And, and his power and his influence. And just... <laughs> I don't know. See what that gets you. Maybe it gets you a meeting. Maybe it gets you to figure out what the hell his house looks like on the inside. I don't know. We're grasping at straws here, Reginald. Okay. Uh, yeah. You are in front of Magistrate Walker's <laughs> home. It is early. I'm going to say maybe like Hey, Sean, nine? what hour is that? Uh, <laughs> nine. The numerical number oh, nine. Oh, the other ones, Because okay. the other ones are after death. It dusk. doesn't have a fun word to go? No, then it would uh, be like... okay. It would be like three, because it would be the one after dawn, so like it'd be like three. How is it's there a three. dawn if there's no sun? Um, uh, this is a really weird lore thing. The sun <laughs> lights up Just a, little. a little bit. The broken, shattered pieces of the sun light up a little bit twice a day and then in the hour after that it's all fog like in the whole entire city it's called a uh, quote blind hour and oftentimes people take breaks during just like times. real life london <laughs> just like real life london <laughs> yeah it's like the hour of three and you pull up to uh magistrate wilker's home it's 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 a home great how could this go what wrong? are you doing i'm gonna knock on the door great it's locked. I said knock. Um, you don't immediately get a response. I'll wait a few seconds before trying anything else. Nada. Okay. You see some other, like, scholars walking down the street as well. They're probably going to other magistrates' homes. I'm trying to figure out how I should blend in with other scholars, because I need to talk to this guy, but also, like... You also don't know if this guy has any scholars. Okay, I have a question about how this, like, apprenticeship program would work before I program. make any big moves here. Okay. Um, so, I assume that people, like, go to school for- uh- Keep in mind that you are a dude that lives in Char Hollow, a poor district. No, I mean, I'm not asking for, like, specifics of the program. I'm asking, like, so they probably go to school- It's not a program either. It's not, like, a thing where it's, like, here, it's it, through the College of Duskville- there's actually you a college have, dust bowl. You have, um, I've, to be a magistrate, you have to go to school for some amount of time, I assume. Uh, ah! Mm, 
the well the thing is is that it's not like it's not like modern day where it's like you have to pass the bar exam. It is Dusk Bowl in Victorian England. You can you can be a lawyer if you asked nicely enough. Yeah, if enough people ah, if enough like fuck. rich people go, yeah, you're good. You can just do it. Well, then I don't know. I feel like if I, I the only thing I can think to ask these uh people is how did you get in with the with your magistrate? But that would be weird exactly. if you kind of just do it, you know? Yeah, I mean, the answer likely that you would know from the information Dove and, and Lady Drake have is their mom or dad has a lot of money. All right. Uh, this was a bad plan, and I apologize. But we can get something out of it. So. Um, is there a doorbell or a side door or, like, a servant's entrance anywhere? It's not a doorbell. But you can probably, like, make your way around the house in some way if you want to, like, look around for side entrances. I do. Okay. Um, this is definitely some sort of role you, you're going to want to do here. To, I like, assume try and this out. would be, like, either hunt or prowl. I'm thinking hunt because I am hunting for a thing, for a door. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, I guess I would. I would need to to dock you for that one. Yeah, I forgot that survey is a thing. I don't want to roll survey, but yeah. Um. Yeah, just because you're not hunting a target right now necessarily. Yeah, I. You're kind of looking at a building. So this is probably. Would using... it dock me to do prowl? Prowl. I, it would limit the amount of information you're getting. I'm gonna say then then your effect would be limited because of. Oh my god, the thing tells me what each skill does. That's yeah. so helpful. Yeah, you can um, you can sneak around here, but you're just not gonna get as much information just because you're using a not information gathering skill so much. Okay. So your effect will be limited, um, but it'll be risky. You could push for a higher effect if you'd like to. I only have as well. one point in those anyway. I believe additionally, if you want to, you can also you can accept a devil's bargain. To get another die, that's just a general yeah. fact about Charter Hall, is that if you want to, like, get another die, you can get a Devil's Bargain to accept, like, an amount of heat. I'll find out how much. I mean, heat isn't great, but... There you go. The records in Charter Hall can be of particular interest to criminal sorts. Take a Devil's Bargain for plus one die to gather info here in exchange for one heat. The Bluecoats are always watching for scoundrels like you. So if you want to take a Devil's Bargain to get an additional okay. die... Uh, I think... How much heat did you say? Plus one or plus two? Plus just one. Okay, then I will take a Devil's Bargain and roll, I think, Survey. Okay. Go ahead. Which will bring me up to a total of one yep. die. Take a, take a heat on your faction but, sheet as well. That's fine. But, yes. Go ahead. And what is the effect and... Uh, I would say this is standard uh, effect and risky. No one's pressing you right now, but there's definitely a chance that you're going to get some problems. That's a four. A four. Which is not failing. Ayo. That's uh, not a failure, baby. What you get for a four? Hmm. What is the most interesting right now? Uh, for a risky action, on a four to five, you do it, but you suffer a consequence, you suffer harm, and a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate stitch position. Okay. Here is what happens. You're looking around the home, kind of peering into windows and such. You see there's kind of this grand foyer... Um, and you see this, like, big staircase in the middle of it. It's about all you can kind of grab as you're circling around. Um, you see, looking up and down, there's this balcony. You can't really see what's past that. 
and as you get around the back, you find a window into what you seems to be like an abandoned kitchen. Not abandoned, but like not in use. And you notice that the bottom of it is cracked a bit. And to get a better peek in, you try and crack it a bit more. But as you push it up a bit, you touch this wire. And suddenly, you see all the lamps in the kitchen light up. And an alarm starts playing from inside. I'm gonna hightail it. Yep. Yeah, you make it out. Cool! In the the distance, you probably hear some, like, chatter from there. But you are long gone. as a collective feel about groveling. The way I see it, we have nothing. We have a man who is followed by an entourage. He has a connection to a gang that we have nothing positive with or around. And his house appears to be either out of use or wholly booby-trapped. We have nothing. Except for Drake. She knows that this is a test. She knows that this was a high goal. I just wondered what that would do for us. We need her to be impressed with us. We need her to like us so she can be our kind of foot in the door. Mm -hmm. We can't grovel. uh, Well... There might be one last chance before we ask her for help. I could just kind of skulk around. I know this. I know I do this pretty regularly, but it's something I'm good at. And one thing I'm really good at is observing people, spirits, machines. Hey, Orlin, do you think if anyone would have come to his house, they would have done it? In the four days that you stood well, in front of this man's house? What do you suggest I do? What do you suggest we do? I suggest that we go to Lady Drake. I know. I know. Fine. You all seem to think that the best way to go about this is to pretend that we are not out of our league. We are. And I think that right now, the best thing that we can do is admit that. I don't like it, but you're right. Just wasn't ready to face that. I am going to Lady Drake. You can come with me, if you'd like. Or, you can keep getting beat up on the streets of Charter Hall. Hi, it's Sean Tumbokenflowers, your GM, and I'm here to thank some of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Gabrielle Tyson and Cheryl Tumboken, who is my mom. Thanks, Mom. If you want to join our Valiant Chroniclers, join our Patreon in the description below at The Fool's Chronicle.